Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. right. So, guys, it's been a while. What's it been? Mm -hmm. Like like a couple months or something like that? No. It's Let's see. The season started in October. It's, it's been a bit of, it's been a bit of a month. Uh, mm-hmm. So the penguins started great and then everybody got sick <laughs> and, now, and now everybody's getting better and the team's getting better. Mm, okay, right? Sounds about right. Right. That's, that's, that's basically what's happening. What, what, how, how do you guys feel about the penguins? Not surprised. <laughs> Not surprised about what? Anything. I'm not, I mean, I think COVID or not, I think they would have started well and then dipped and then come back. And it's weird because it's like they had a great, I don't want to say great past two games, but solid past two games. You know, they still, I mean, Jari looks phenomenal. Um, I think they still have work to do, obviously, but that's why they have an 82 game season. So, um, you know, obviously they're way out of playoff contention right now, but like you said, they lost what eight players due to COVID plus coach Sullivan. Plus the coach. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, I go back to that Ottawa game when they got absolutely destroyed and games like that are, are what make or break teams. And I think they have recovered really well from that game, but Again, it's only really been two games. We'll see how they do tonight. And that's how I feel in a nutshell. What, what about you, Jen? I know you're just itching over there. <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, I'm not excited about beating Montreal. They're a horrible team. And we were sloppy and we were terrible in that game as well. So was I happy about the two points? Sure. But I was really disappointed with their play. Now, um, our last game against the Leafs, I thought the Leafs were going to steamroll us, which they didn't, but the Leafs didn't actually play the way they've been playing. So, um, I mean, again, I was happy with the two points, but this team is lacking chemistry big time. And, I mean, okay, so we've dealt with some injuries, some illnesses, some recovering, this, that, and the other, but it still feels like there's something off. Um, When I watch them play – basically all I see is very disconnected, sloppy and rushed play. I mean, our power play is atrocious. Um, Jari's been good, but I'm still not sold on him being a starter um, in this league. I mean, I guess I'm normally not the pessimistic one when it comes to this team. I try not to be despite everything and believe me, that's hard, but um, I'm not excited about them yet. Wins are wins. Yeah. I mean, we played it. We played a really crappy team in Montreal. And I mean, their goalie was, isn't even NHL caliber. So like might've had a different effect. Um, and I think there were out quite a few players too, in that game, either way. Um, we had, we like, you know, had a six, nothing finish against Toronto. I'd be a little bit more excited, but there's just, there's so much wrong with this team. Like it's, this energy is off. Um, it just, to me, it doesn't feel where it needs to be for this team to be considered a contending team. 
Well, and to bounce off your point, the third period against Toronto, they I feel like they got lucky because they had that five on three at the end and they got lucky. I mean, they were just like, I, I actually was able to watch most of the game Saturday, shocker of the year. And they just looked, I mean, the Leafs didn't want to be there and the Penguins wanted to be there just enough. But like you said, it was like, they're trying too hard. I think, I think they're I trying think to force something that's not there. And that's why I, I say the Ottawa game was a make or break is because the Ottawa game showed us everything wrong with this team. I, I think this, what, the, what we need to do, what this team needs to do is kind of like go back to the basics right? Um, and just play the game they love and start building off that. I mean, these two wins are great for the morale. And if they can continue that, I mean, Winnipeg's going to be a tougher team to play tonight. I'm sure of it. Um, but I think ultimately we need to see this team slow things down, kind of go to that, you know, that New York Islanders style of game and just play, you know, tick-tock, tic-tac-toe hockey, if that's for lack of a better word, and then start you know, get like build off that, get stronger and stronger. Um, they don't communicate out on the ice enough. And that's a huge problem. Like the, the turnovers, this, that, and the other, it's, it's, it drives me nuts w- watching this team play when I know how good they could be. And it's like, you see some of the post-game interviews after, after the wins and th- th- this team isn't even that happy. Something's off. So I think going back to the basics it's early enough in the season that they can slowly build so that when it, we get into the final stretch after the Olympic break, if we go fingers crossed, crossed, um, they, they can have this longevity, but right now, as from what I see, it's, it's some of the most painful hockey I've watched. Like not all players granted. I mean, Latang has been great. Jeff Carter. Oh, sorry. It's hard for me. Oh, this is so hard. What is Jeff, Jeff Carter? Carter. You, you, it, what? <laughs> and she's a Sharks fan. I, I was a Sharks oh, fan. Oh, oh, Jeff, oh, that's why it hurts you to. Okay, yeah, but I mean, he's been phenomenal for us, and I, I, I can't. I well, he's probably been the most, the strongest leader we've had on this team, um, even with uh, Mister Eighty Seven back in the lineup. He's been he's been really good for this team. Um, and I mean, there's a few other players that have been, have been great, but it's just, it feels so broken to me. It's like, it's like putting together, do you remember back in high school or in, sorry, in elementary school when you had to play floor hockey and all the sticks went in the middle and everyone the sticks were separated. Mm-hmm. Anyone play like this or pick up hockey? You yes. get the idea, right? Yes. And you're put together with a team of people that you'd know, but you have never played with. This is what it feels like when I watch the Penguins play. That's, that's yeah, sad. I I do feel that um, chemistry was not a factor in roster decisions or acquisitions, and I think we said that in the off season. But it's basically the same team. This well, is what they didn't I mean. have chemistry last year. Okay, so it's a continuation of last. Year. I mean, let's let's face it; they were the number one seed last year, but they didn't have chemistry, so it's the same thing. Chemistry is so important. And then you add Brock McGinn, who's a branded Tana of light. And I hesitate to say that because there's no replacing Tana. Okay. Oh, but he's doing all right. No, no, McGinn's doing fine. But remember we said in the last podcast that one thing that we were all worried about, and we agreed on this was 
the lack of personality in the locker room. And that's exactly what Jen's saying. I mean, even when you watch their post-game interviews and you watch the like post-game celebrations, like Jen said, painful. It's, it's yeah. so stiff, it's like mechanical. There is no life in this hockey team. There's no life in They're it. Robots. Yeah. And it's like you're not gonna go far, Pittsburgh. It's not gonna happen for you until one, you find the fun in the game. Two, you start learning to trust each other out on the ice. And three, you communicate more. They don't but have anybody in the locker room who has the firepower. Isn't Cullen still part of the organization? Yeah, but he, remember, he's in the front office Let him down now, there so and just whole... get them pumped up. Like, you don't need to. It doesn't necessarily have to be a player. Because Sullivan isn't, the, you know, the right. pump up kind of coach. You know, like, oh, it's so frustrating. I have hope for this team because the talent is there. I'm worried as heck what's going to happen when Gino comes back because that's, you know, I mean, everybody's all over the moon about Gino. I'm so over him. It's not even funny. No offense, Joe. But this 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 game no, is about winning. We want to win, right? No, so we got to break down our game. I'm Go ahead, scared. Joe. I, I'm scared when Gino comes back because it's it's like oh we're 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 right back to the all the old bad habits and it's good, yeah and it's gonna sh- it's gonna i don't know if it's gonna shift the mentality in a in a in a good way it's probably gonna go in the wrong way but all this that i'm saying are all things that can be corrected we don't need to be on the ice practicing our moves every player knows how to shoot the puck every player knows how to you know pass the puck every player knows how to do this we need to do some team building, some morality building, and, you know, get to know each other again. Sure, you know them for, you know each other, blah, 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 but really break things down. Have more team dinners, just the players, no no extra, you know, no coaches, no this, no that, just the players. Bond, they need to bond, they need to learn to love each other and make this more of a family feel. Because right now, it feels like, you know, it's bantam hockey, first season, and nobody knows anyone, and everyone's it is like, there's no heartbeat. You know what I mean? There's no heartbeat in this team. So they're just coworkers. They're basically just mm-hmm. just coworkers that work together. That aren't even to happy be, to be working. Yeah, and they they need to be brothers. Remember when they used to go to what was that place? They would they go went to Banff one year. Yeah. yeah. They used to do trips. The, I was they, going to say that. They would do they team do building exercises just, to, just to, for this, to build um, camaraderie and morale and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it needs to be done. And it needs to be done something weekly. I mean, weekly. No phones. Dinners. Just dinners are good. Or, or you know, team weight room sessions. Just break it down and become, like you said, Joe, brothers. Because you know what? You cannot go very far when you play mechanical hockey. It's not going to win you games because the other teams, like look at the game against the Caps that we played. The last game we played against the Caps. Didn't we play them? Yes. Yeah, that that game was bad. Yeah, they they killed us. They killed us. I mean, like, sure, they have half our old team on their roster now, but um, the, the Capitals are still a strong team. They stayed strong but they know how to beat us based on our disconnection. So for my, from what I'm, I'm watching, we lack connection, we lack fluidity and we lack like chemistry, of course, all built in together. And I mean, I don't know how many passes go unanswered or unreceived. It's like, and, and the follow through, there's a lack of follow through. And I mean, I could pick another player's game to death right now, but I don't know if I should. Um, Cause it's what he's been in what three games so far. But I mean, you're professionals guys and you're paid a lot of money to do a job 
And to me, you're being overpaid. Every single one of them, except for maybe Jeff Carter. And I want to bounce off the Capitals thing for a minute because we make fun of the Capitals for having kind of the same issues as the Penguins in terms of having so many players who've been there for a long period of time and, you know, the continuity aspect, right? But I've noticed watching the Cap, I've watched a fair amount of Capitals games this year. They seem to have an extra jump. They seem to be, you know, they were offended by what happened in the playoffs last year. And they seem to be hungry. And I don't know if it's just because Ovechkin's going for Gretzky's record. A hundred percent it does. A hundred percent. I know that has a lot to do. I know that has a lot to do with it, but I feel that the whole team, Ovechkin's always been a firepower guy, right? And there's been this renewed sense of energy and the whole team is following him. Yeah, and but, keep in mind, yes. the Capitals have no goaltending and they're still playing overall because they want to be there. This is what the Capitals do every year. They dominate in the regular season. Oh, of course. So did of we. Course. They win. So did they, we. they almost win the President's Trophy every single year. And then the Capitals are, are one in the same. Washington. Yeah, the Penguins and Capitals are literally right. one in the same. So... You know, I mean, I don't think it's fair to really criticize the Capitals right now because let's face it, the Penguins are on the outside looking in and the Capitals are having fun. And the yeah, and that's what I'm not. saying. That's what I'm saying. The Capitals, they, they bought into our weaknesses the last time we played and they dominated. And mm-hmm. you can't become that team that's easily, um, you know, like you got to leave a little bit of fear, leave fear in the other teams not knowing, you know, like be, be intimidated by that connection. Know that when, when each line line one through four comes on the ice, that it's not going to be an easy time, but we look, we look like bloody, like beer league leaguers. Like, I'm sorry, but I've watched, I've watched minor hockey more put together, the team more put together than this penguin team. And yes, it's still early, but I'm not using that as an excuse. I want to see this team get better and better and better and better each and every single game. We're not going to win them all. And that is fine, but blowing out weak teams, I'm not calling the Leafs weak because they're not, but they didn't play so well actually against us, but blowing out weeks, weak teams, isn't, it's not going to do it because when it comes down to it, we're just going to either not make the playoffs or we're going to be swept in the first round. Like a lot has to happen. I in order for, for it to be avoided and it needs to start now you two are way too harsh i think i know why because here's the thing there are high expectations for them every single year and let's face it they've been perennial cup contenders allegedly for years okay in the bubble they forgot to show up they left their stuff in the u.s last year you know we've already had that conversation but the bottom line is all jarry but the bottom line is the past three or four years, something's been missing. They haven't had that will to win. And that's the thing. If you don't have the will to win, nothing else matters. If I were to put, if I were to put one thing on it, I would say it's Patrick Hornquist. I think he was, was the glue. He was that guy. He was. But- we had one every year. We had one. I mean, even Tanev was that guy. And, and I mean, maybe in another season, they could have been better. And we had, Prior to that, we had, you know, like, I mean, Pascal Dupuis was that guy. Mark Andre Fleury was that guy. Um, Bill Garrett in his short time. Yeah, I can only speak as far to 2015. But, I mean, we've always had one of those players. 
And when I'm looking at the when I'm looking at the roster, I'm thinking Jeff Carter could be that guy. But Jeff Carter seems to be more of a fan favorite than he does a team favorite, which, you know, <laughs> uh, so hard. Jeff I Carter's really- not the type of I mean, I will say this because I've been following Jeff Carter for years, not because I've wanted to, but because of, you know, just how it happens, right? Yeah. Jeff Carter is not a very vocal guy. He's not an energetic guy. He tends to lead by example. That's his MO. And that's completely fine. And I think that's, and that's not a problem because the Penguins have a lot of those guys, right? Obviously 87, Carter, you know, Latang even. But I think back to the Penguins, you know, the past 15 years or so, they've always had, as Jen said, a glue guy, or you did as well. Garen, Colin, Hornquist, Gary Colin, Roberts, Gary Back Roberts. Day, yeah. Love Gary Roberts. You know, they they and, always, or even like Peter Sakura when he was there, they always had okay. somebody. This is no indictment on Crosby's leadership. He is a no. great <laughs> leader. He's a great captain, and he just leads in a different way. What, what do you think, Jen? Correct. Nope. You, nope, you not buying it. Nope, he's declining because- in every aspect of his game. He is not doing the job he's being paid to do. And whether that be, and you know what? I'm going to speak honestly here. When you come back from an injury or a surgery later on in life, fear sets in. We saw it with Latang. Luckily, he got out of that, and so could Sydney. But right now, Sydney is horrible. He's not playing Sidney Crosby style hockey. He I mean, that goal sick and he just came back from surgery. He's still getting, he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's still getting back his legs and stuff. Yeah. He's going to suck. He's a professional that. in 17 seasons, professional in 17 seasons. And he's had a lot of come back from a lot of injuries. And that goal he had the other night, that wasn't anything special. It was right place, right time. Listen to me, this kid, and I'm using the kid loosely because he behaves like one sometimes, um, is is not has lost his confidence in himself, his confidence in his game, and he's not falling through. He's coming back from injury. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, but you're a professional and you're paid a lot of money. You need to keep that men- mental aspect of the game sharp, and you have to con- continue to believe in yourself. And you want to know something? If he's going to let fear set in, I mean, he's come back from worse uh, injuries and just blown – you know what I mean? Blown things away. I think when it comes to Sydney, he's got to do a little bit of soul searching, but he, I, I'm definitely not giving up on him because I still stand by and say he's one of the best, he's one of the best hockey players hands down of all time. And I, it sucks to have to watch him struggle so much, but if you, some people are like, Oh, well, he's not so good on the dot because he's coming back from injury. Sorry, but he wasn't good on the dot last season at all either. I mean, he was falling on, on face-offs. Sidney Crosby has lost some confidence. The boy's game is shaken, but it's not irreversible because he knows what he is capable of doing. It comes down to belief and his confidence has been shaken. Next 10 games. What do you think the record is going to be? Who are we playing? Okay. Here's a plan. Uh, Winnipeg tonight at Winnipeg. That's, that's at Winnipeg home to Vancouver. Um, we'll beat that one. At um at the Islanders, who what the heck's going on with the Islanders? They're in last place. What the heck? What the... You miss Seattle. Um, where'd you go? What month are you in? Am I in the wrong? No. Oh, okay. No, I, I went the wrong. <laughs> um, home to Montreal. That's obviously a win. At Calgary. Calgary's. Don't good. say obviously a win. 
Yeah, don't Montreal, like Montreal is, is, is a is a joke. Yeah, I mean there are okay, there are no there are no obvious. Montreal wins. had one less win um, than us going into that game. Remember that. Okay, and um at and then looks like a West Coast swing at Edmonton, at Vancouver, at Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna and then, say and then at Washington home to hang on. I'm gonna say I'm gonna we're say gonna I can't break two. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say four and six. But I'm not breaking the overtime okay. losses. I'm saying eight and two. I'm telling you, I think they're going to go on a hot streak. I think. I, I, I don't know because. I know. So. <laughs> I'm with Jen on this. It's like, I still think they're going to. <sighs> we get shaken and we play the game. Say we go, we go and play Vancouver and they're horrible right now. So we go to Vancouver. Yeah. No, we're home against Vancouver this week. Uh, on Wednesday. So say we go home at, say we beat Winnipeg tonight, which I'm not sold that we will, but we do. So we're on a three game win, win streak. Um, and then we go home and play Vancouver and they beat us four, six, four or six, two. That is going to shake the whole thing up. So to say they're going to go eight and two, it's pretty bold. I mean, I'm not still not sold on this team being, you know, stronger think- than they are weak. I think all the problems are because half the team was sick. Sid ha- was injured. He's got, he's yeah, he's, he's not that great. Now he's, he's getting there. Um, no, he's not. And, and he, <laughs> he is. He's not. This one, is shot, most- uh, one shot in a game. His face off is at 33%, 25%. He's not getting there. He needs to just throw himself into the game again and trust himself. And I mean, I'm hopeful because I know who he is and I know what he's capable of, but it has to happen now because we kind of have this motley crew of a hockey team right now. It's kind of similar to what we had back in the two cups. I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying that it's not possible, Joe. I'm telling you 130% this team will make the playoffs. They will, but they have a lot of work ahead of them to do. And we're not there yet. When you sit down and you watch this game from an analytical position, and I don't mean an- stat analytical, but from an actual analytical, like for me as a coach, when I watch, because I break down their game and I take notes every single game, I've done it for f- six years now. And the main problems that this game is, is that, th- that this team has, is they're not, they, they're not together. They're not on the same page, for lack of a better word. So that is the first thing that they need to do before they're going to start going on a win streak but they can do it because they do have the talent there. All right. Well, Jari is playing really good right now. Is Jari confirmed to start tonight? Because yes. there was talk yeah. that, okay. You well, kind of have to. That'll be interesting. Yeah, you yeah. kind of have to ride the hot goalie, right? But, I mean, Penguins have a horrible Smith history. Is horrible. Yeah, they'll, yeah, yeah, they'll play to Smith when they go on the in Vancouver. Vancouver is just. Yeah. Um, yeah. Winnipeg is just such a tough place to play, and the Penguins have been horrible there. Yeah, I'm not confident Absolutely. about tonight's game. No, it that is just like that is in my eyes. That's one of the toughest places to play in the league. Unless they found they solved their their chemistry issue in the last two days, which is possible. They could have had a good chat, sat down, and said, you know, boys, okay, we're winning games, but we're not feeling good after these wins. What's got to change here? So you never know. They could have had some time to reflect. Um, I want this team to do well, Joe. I know you got a little upset with me and my pessimistic ways here, but I mean, I've been studying this game for three decades and I know what I know and I, I, I know what I see and I know what I, what I need to see to be sold on a team. This team has doesn't have that special quality that we had during our back-to-back cup runs, but we do have the talent. And Jari is finally, you know, 
he's he's doing a little better. I think he's a rate ranked twentieth. Yeah, for goalies I mean, right now, two point one seven goals against, um, nine point nine two seven save percentage. Those are good. very respectable numbers. Yeah, those are good numbers. Then you, you got to look at those goals he does let up, and some of them you're just like, come on, bud. Well, then we're well, screwed. What I what I'm gonna say on Jari stats is let's come back in, you know, let's come back at the Olympic break to see if those numbers have held. Right, the numbers are great for now, but let's see if he can sustain that. Yeah, it's, it's a sustainability that, thing. That's, yeah, that's my opinion because you know this is if I'm not mis- is this his first season as like the true true starter in an 82 game season yeah, because yeah. they kind of split in 2020 so yeah. yeah talk to me in february and then after, i'll have yeah, a no, long that's way away. i am every year talk, it to, is, talk but to me in february it's but always we always come back goalies, to that but with goalies and jen can attest to this more than any of us can you know i compare it to catchers in baseball right when you have a new catcher in baseball who hasn't caught the whole season, same with the new goalie who hasn't, you know, been in net for a chunk of the whole season, you know, you, you have to, it's not just about, it, it's the mental and the physical toughness, right? It's about their, con- their conditioning, you know, um, are, are they susceptible to injuries, which we don't know this because he hasn't been in net as a starter for a full 82 game season. That's why I say, you know, Jari's numbers are great right now, but I'm still not going to form an opinion on him because we're too early in the season to really get a good feel. Am I happy with his play right now? Yes. But like I said, talk to me in January, February. Okay. Well, um, right now he's, he's, he's played 14 games and the Smith has played three. And in those three games, the Smith has been horrible. Yes. He has. Can't, this cannot, you, you, I, you I know how hard it is to have confidence to believe in yourself when your team doesn't believe in you. That is the hardest. The your the backup goaltender is the absolute hardest position to fill on a team because you're not getting as many games. And when you do play and you lose, it just shatters yourself, your confidence. So it's hard. Casey to Smith is not as bad as he has has shown. I mean, we've seen some games of him in the past and just, they're just like unbelievable hockey, but this game, this is why I always go back to this mental aspect of the game and how it's more mental than physical because you get in your head, just watch Sydney on the dot. He's in his head. He's not, he's not, you know, he's not controlling that. It's the same thing. When you look at a backup goaltender, they finally get their time to shine, but they're shaken. They're a little, you know, they're raw. And I think, um, Casey to Smith has, potential but i mean he's not he's lost the belief in himself he's lost you know it's tough it's well tough, then, you know? then get someone else because then they need you think it. they need a back you think well this has been wait, the problem. <laughs> wait but but the smith was he was okay being the backup for like the past two or three years now he's not okay with it because like i said it's hard joe it's like me and you we work for the same place right okay, okay. and no no let's let's change that okay we're in a play I'm the star and you're the understudy. Okay. Um, and I'm done sold out shows for three weeks in a row and I lost my voice. So Joe, the understudy, you come in and it's your time to shine. You know how hard it's going to be for you. You know how hard it's going to be for you to perform your best because one, your nerves Two, you've got to live up to the star 
because the you know you know the fans or the audience are going to be disappointed. They're not getting the star. I should have reversed it. You're the star. I'm the understudy. I I know I'm the understudy now. I know that I've got the the amount of pressure on me is huge. And then not to mention that the second star is, you know, Al Pacino, which is this huge, and I'm comparing Al Pacino to Sidney Crosby. So you've got this huge superstar that I've got to, you know, impress as well. I play up to his expectations, up to his level. It is so difficult to be in that role where you've got so much on your plate, but not enough to keep to maintain it. You know what I mean? Like, I think the thing with Kate, it's all, it's all a confidence thing. And it's great to see Jari playing well, but our new goalie coach needs to send a little love over to Casey to Smith, because if we want to go far, we need to have two good goaltenders. I wonder my finger for if some that's reason. what's going on. That is exactly what's going on because Josh new- Yo just released an article saying that Ron Hextall had a nice talk with Jari in the off season, but there was no mention of DeSmith. None. What the heck? Okay. Well, hey, None. sorry, but if that's if that's a situation, if a new goalie coach comes in and says we fix Jari and the Smith can go to hell, I'm perfectly okay with that. I would be okay fixing the guy, the main guy, and not the backup. If, and yeah, if the, the and then until the then Jari gets hurt. Exactly, and that's the problem. Is uh, that's why I keep on going back to the catcher thing because I was a, you know, softball catcher and I'm a big baseball person. It's the same too. exact concept. It's the same exact concept. So <laughs> you're the ba- so let's say I'm the backup catcher, okay? Because I've been both the starter and the backup catcher for different. I've been in that situation where my mental game was not there. Okay. I've been in that situation. I understand what the Smith is going through. Right. So you're on the sidelines, you're waiting, you know, you're like, I know I can do this. And then you get in there and you're just like, what the heck is going on? Why am I not with it? Right. I think that's what the Smith is going through. And like Jen said, it shatters you when. You don't get the opportunity. It's this vicious cycle. You don't get the opportunity. And then when you do get the opportunity, you fail because you're so hard on yourself. Yep, exactly. But can we talk about something good for a minute? Yes, please. Let's talk about something good. This is a very depressing episode. Evan Rodriguez. Is that his name? Aaron. Evan? Yeah. Evan Rodriguez. Evan. Evan. How good has he been? Second second in points. He's been so good. He's been, he's been this life. He's been this, like every time he takes the ice, I used to get excited to watch Sydney when he got on the ice. I was like, all right, let's go. It's time. Let's go time. Right? No, man. It's when Rodriguez gets on the ice or Carter. Ugh. Ah, Jesus. It, but it, I, it, it, Rodriguez has been a dynamic. He's been a complete player. He's got this energy to his game and it's like, it's exciting. I'm excited. How about um uh, I think he can my dog my dog just reacted and he said <laughs> your dog is not a Zucker <laughs> fan, I guess. <laughs> I heard you're literally that. just thrown. Your dog's like I think you literally just groaned. I think Zucker Zucker whatever his name is. Um Smuckers. It's his new nickname, Smuckers. He um He's he's under he's underplaying himself. I think he can play better. Yeah, I think he's I think there's like I can he's definitely talented. I think it's a confidence thing with him. 
Also, too, he could be that role that we need. He could be that energy role because he's got that personality. But Mm -hmm. for some reason, he's keeping it, you know, stifled for some reason. Now, now, can I I pose a question here? And I know it may be a little off base, um, but I want your guys' opinion on this. Because of the alleged pending sale of the Penguins, what do we think the impact would be? on the locker room if any uh, i don't think there'll be any impact on the locker room this year but i don't I think, think so i think the big question is i mean it's mary was i'm worried about long term i'm malkin and latang that's what i'm worried about i'm not worried i i think i think I think the um this new owner i think is going to be fine i, I don't think they're gonna you know, i don't think they're gonna sell it yeah, the, the LeBron, yeah, the, the LeBron, LeBron. LeBron. Uh, Joe, you're glitching a bit. That's okay. I am too. What happened? I, thought, I, I hear, I hear me, and I, I, I hear me coming back. I don't like that. Ooh, what, yeah. What's with me? Can we just take a minute to appreciate your room? Because, like, I've never been more turned on in my life looking at your background. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um. Okay. Like it's just, beautiful. Like, I just found how... this. I, I just found this the other day. This uh this it's 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 actually a little a, mini it's, helmet. It's, it's it's actually an alarm clock. There's an alarm clock in there. Oh. That has to be from the Barrasso era era. It is. Era it is. At, oh my god. And and I mean I'm not even I, I didn't even show you my the hockey part of this where I have like a whole wall of starting lineup figures. Um, one of them is Brasso. One of them is Patrick Laleem. One of them is uh, Luke Robitaille. Um, want to want to uh, see what I found recently? It's a little dusty. I mean, I've only been a Pens fan for six years, but ready? Oh, look at this bad boy! Ooh, very cool. He got it for me for Christmas one year because he's like, "Oh, it's penguins. You'll like that." And I, I mean. I I don't wear watches because I don't know why I don't, but yeah, I found some penguin swag. But your room My is penguin phenomenal. Swag, swag is all downstairs. And then of course my 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 this is actually made. This is a quilt that was made just for me. Oh, how nice. Aww. Yeah. I have sweet people. Yeah, my my audio is really bad but i have a feeling if i leave no if i leave i'll be okay because it'll i because it feels fine it's it's fine okay anyway i i think the new owner will be fine but i wonder what will happen with malcolm on the tank malcolm on the tank i think i'll go to florida Uh, where all the retirees go go to the panthers Panthers. well his wife lives there and she's happy in florida so i think what did i just say i mean i i I think um i i I think there might be a sentimental reason why the previous owner or the current owner might want to keep you know the stars together and maybe another you know owner might just look at it analytically and say uh, these guys Dumpster don't have fun. anymore, or they're not more, or they're uh, not, uh, they're, they're, they're not, uh, they're, they're, it's not feasible to pay them this much because they're old. So, and, and I'm okay with that. I would want somebody to look at it analytically and not sent with, with sentimental reasons. Correct. You and got that's it right. How I feel. Well, that's how I feel. 
is, you know, it'll be nice to have fresh blood who, cause I feel like ownership has maybe been complacent. Can we get a new GM too? I was going to say, what the heck, Ron, what are you doing there, bud? I think, no. I think the person that's, that's most in jeopardy is Hextall. If you what have a new owner, house? what about who? Morehouse. Yeah. He, he'll be gone too. Less I mean, house is, is a good thing. And I, I would be a okay with that. Yeah. I don't know much about the ownership except for, of course, uh, Lemieux. And he's not my favorite person on the planet right now, <laughs> even, even though he's my favorite. I mean, I've always been team Lemieux over Gretzky I, before the Pens game in my life, but right now he's on that, you know, that S H I T list. But um, I think we need to look at our GM. He's been here for what? Six months, five months. Uh, since January, I think, right? That's, that's the thing is, yeah, since, almost a year since, uh, since, uh, what's his face? Rage quit, but January, remember me, um, remember me uh, you thought he was like a double agent. I might still, think I that. still, I don't <laughs> believe that because you've got a, you've got a very successful, well, uh, okay, whatever, you know, Hexel had a good career, he was a good goalie. Um, <laughs> Why do we have so much difficulty with this team in our goalie department? Yes, Jari's been playing good now, but that's just now. What is Heck still doing? He lo- we, we've already complained about this. We lost a couple good players that, you know, shifted that dynamic of our, che- of our team. Because, I mean, last season, as we were building up towards the playoffs, I was excited to watch them. They were good. They were, you know, they were like, yeah, this is good. This is exciting. But what is what – Hextel, what, what are you doing, bud? I mean, like he, is he just sitting there liking liking the view downtown Pittsburgh going yeah it's a pretty city but, but yeah but I mean you know that's the thing we, we went from Rutherford who just made deals because he you know because he was bored to Hextall who does the exact opposite and I don't I know Rutherford back at least he made things interesting sure he didn't make like we all make mistakes and he did too but you know Rutherford. Did more good than he did harm. Right. He also, he also did good things. Yeah. Done more bad than good. So, well, and what really surprises well, me really is I thought Burke would have a stronger influence. Yeah. Because Burke yeah, is because known Burke, for being. I love um, Burke. Yeah. He's known for being kind of like active on the market, if you will. And, you know, he's, he he's a big risk taker. Yeah. Yes. He well, did that with Anaheim. He even did that with Toronto. You know, he, that his whole history, that's, you know, that's been his MO. So I'm really, cause I think about other teams who have like the presidents and then the GMs, you know, the presidents seem to have substantial, imp- like I look at Columbus, you know, they brought back John Davidson. John Davidson has a very strong influence over Yarmo Kekalainen. And I kind of expected that similar dynamic with Ron Burke and, uh, or Brian Burke and Ron Hextall. And I almost wonder if those two even like each other. I mean, I seen, I, you know what? That's a good point you brought up, Ash, because I noticed them when they were in Montreal and I seen, they kept, they kept going up to the box where the Burke and Hextall were sitting. And I know they've got to keep distance, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or do they? I don't even know. But I, I did pick up on like this uh, kind of a negative energy. You know, like between, like, you know how you can kind of read a room when you come into a room yeah. and you can read the energy. 
I was not reading a good energy there. Regardless that they were sitting away from each other, but it was just, they weren't engaged. They were just, it felt very cold to me. If I were to walk in that box, I would have been like, oh, get me a coat because it's really cold. I think that, um, I think you might have hit the, the the nail with the hammer on that one because uh, I'm gonna bring up the Yarmo and John Davidson thing again. Typically, those two sit together in the box. They're talk constantly talking to each other about the game. Okay, and John Davidson was like that in his brief time back with the Rangers as well. So that was again the dynamic I expected. I and I felt from the very beginning when the Penguins hired Ron Hextall. Now keep in mind, it is common to have a president and a GM, them being separate roles. But I almost got the feeling that Ron Hextall was not happy to have a president between him and I believe it would be I think Burke reports to Morehouse. I I think he's here I, to sabotage your team. I, I, so I totally buy well, it. Could be that saying. too. Could be of that. course, there's no chemistry in the front office. There's no chemistry on the ice. Of course, there's not going to be chemistry in the front office. It's all it's all exactly. organization wide. You know, you know where the Penguins screwed up, and I've been saying this for a couple years, and I'm going to say it again. The Penguins screwed the up. Penguins screwed up when they let Garen walk and go to Minnesota. I don't know about that. I said that. what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> How's Minnesota doing? Very well, actually. Are they? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I actually, I'm actually in the market to buy myself a Minnesota Wild hoodie. I don't know why, but I just. Uh, I will tell you what. I was okay. at the Wild yeah, Lightning they're... game last night, and the Wild. It, it's funny. They're they had their backup goalie in, and he was terrible. But they came back from two separate two-goal deficits and took it to a shootout. They wound up losing. But still, like, I'm watching the energy from the wild, and it's the complete 180 from the Penguins. They're on, they're on those top guys of the central, want to be there. So, hey. Yeah, yeah they're, those they're guys well. want to be there. Those well, guys want to be there. And think about even last season when they played Vegas and took them to seven. They were completely outmanned by Vegas, but they took them to seven. Didn't they get rid of Zach Parise and what's-his-face? The mm-hmm. other big contract? Yeah, they there got rid go. of Creasy and Suter. Yep. Yeah. They bought him out. Suter? Yeah. Suter's with, He's I something. think, Dallas and Creasy's with Islanders. Energy yeah. is very important. Yeah. And, I mean, Gee. they've got a lot of young guys. They've got some veterans. 36-year-old Alex Goligoski's playing with Minnesota and actually looked decent. Didn't he play for the Pittsburgh Penguins? Yeah. Years ago, yes. He's ago, a, yeah. he's the one that we that uh, we traded um, um, Phil Kessel for. Was it? Yeah. It was. It no. Was, it was, no. Oh, am I thinking he of Galchenyuk? You're thinking yeah, of Galchenyuk? Thinking, no, Wait, it, Alex Golagoski. No, um, no, Alex Golagoski was like that's like 20 years ago. Yeah, Go-Go. I know Golagoski's still in the league. Go I remember. I remember going to. Penguins games and people screaming, hit him with your purse, Goligoski. Yeah. Um, um, I remember seeing Alex Goligoski in Wolfsburg. Yeah, Goligoski yeah, was so supposed delete. to be, he was the hot young uh, defenseman 20 Correct. years ago. <laughs> he's, Correct. He's still in the league. Wow. I can't wow. believe I actually, I didn't even pay attention to the Pittsburgh Penguins until 2015, unless they were playing my team. 
But even then, I was like, who are these idiots? Get off my screen. <laughs> now, if I remember correctly, was Goligoski traded to Dallas for James Neal? Ugh. I think I don't he like was. that. I think I, he like I believe that's the trade. You would know better than me because, I mean. And it would have been 2012 if memory serves me correctly. Yeah, that sounds that sounds like it. No, wait. Or was he traded? We'll find out. I want to say Goligoski to Dallas with somebody else for James Neal. Because then James Neal was traded to Nashville a couple years later for Hornquist and Spalling. I don't like James Neal. Was on the team. He was he was on the 2009 Stanley Cup team. Yes, he was. He yeah. was a seventh defenseman. You nailed it. You nailed it. That was the trade, February 21st, 2011. Goligoski to Dallas for James Neal and Matt Niskanen. That's who I was thinking of. Matt Niskanen, blast from the past. What was Niskanen's last team? Was it the Islanders? Caps or no Flyers? Flyers. Really? Yeah. He was with the Flyers. He well, was with I the just Caps, won the cup with them, and then the Flyers. Yeah. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Okay. I, we've got so, all the nostalgia. My Bill Garrett argument's valid. I'm just saying that right now. Okay, let's – can we talk quickly about the defense? Our defense, current defense, right now defense, this year, 2021 defense? Yes. Yes. Let's get well, – how, how do we Isn't feel Pedersen- about – isn't Pedersen doing really well? He's trying hard. Um, I heard Dumoulin is is doing <laughs> her reaction. I can't react. That's why I love doing this on video. It's it, it adds a whole other dimension. <laughs> and until we playoffs, so we do a show right after, and then me and Joe crying. Oh, we're gonna, yeah, we're just. Oh, we're gonna- we're not doing that again. We cry. I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, I, I heard Dumoulin is struggling because, well, probably, I mean, who knows, COVID or whatever. But um, Pedersen is is playing well. And, uh, yeah, we still have Chad Ruido. Great. And Matheson. Matheson kind of took a, took a – went down when we lost his mate. Who was that guy? He went to – CC. Did he go to Calgary? He went to Alberta. Was it Calgary? I don't know. I don't know, but that was. I don't know, but that was. That was. That was a good pairing. I like that pairing. They fed off each other well. Marino and Pedersen. Okay, sure. Pedersen is 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 trying. He's trying. He's making an effort, and I appreciate that. I will take that. Um, Marino's been a little quiet. I mean, we saw a lot out of Marino when he first joined the, the organ or came up to the peng- the blah. Uh, Dumoulin is a little shaken. Um, is it because he got COVID? No, he's had he's 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 been sick before. He's had flus and colds and all this stuff. This is this is just uh, this is a good example as to this dynamic that's shifted in the organization where it's not fluid it's not comfortable they're not comfortable with one another it feels too mechanical because brian dumoulin is one of the most fun players to watch when he's at the top of his game and he just doesn't seem to be enjoying himself and it shows in his play it's kind of like what's the third reminds me of justin schultz uh towards the end 
Didn't Schultz get a goal against us the other last week? <laughs> I believe so. I hate, yeah. I hate watching the Capitals play the Penguins because I'm like, I miss you and I miss you. Don't high five Ovechkin. Get away from him. <laughs> Connor, my boy. He scored two, I think. Oh my god. He it was like six points. Team. What's that? He always scores against the Penguins. Oh, I love him to death. That Very little cute. kid. So, okay, so uh, the other pairing. Okay, so we're talking. So it was Pedersen, Marino, Dumo. Uh, Dumo, Latang, and Matheson, yeah. Ruedel. Ruedel. Okay, so we have two lines. <laughs> two pair- pairings, sorry. Basically, <laughs> basically. Um, I'm, I'm, I mean, is it time to worry about Marino? Because great rookie year. Uh, not a great second year, second and year. this year, not sure how he's doing. Switch the two pairs. Mix it up. This is a problem we, I have with Sullivan. Solly, if you're out there listening, give a little comp- I'm. You know what? Better that I don't say this. But I just want to say hypothetically, mix them up a little bit. Even mix up Dumoulin and Latang. See what you can do. It's Now is the time to play around with your lineup. Not in the first round of the playoffs. Yes, I'm heated. But now is the time. Um, mix them up. See what else can come of it. Who knows? Maybe Marino and Dumoulin will shine like the North Star. We won't know unless we see it. And I don't mean one shift, a couple games. I think it's really important that we play around with our lineup now. Mind you, our, right now, I think our third lineup is or sorry, our third forwards line is like the most exciting to watch. Like I literally get excited. Heinen, Rodriguez, and Simone. 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 I love Simone. Okay. Although the line has been terrible. What happened, He's, poor, you know, what happened to Boyle? Is he is he gone? Is he gone? Why is he even here? Sorry. Because he's big. Because he's big. But he's not doing anything. Okay, so oh yeah, Bo- actually Boyle wasn't dressed last game. We had a uh, uh, Zach Aston Reese, uh, Teddy Bluger, and not Jamie McGinn. Is it Jamie Brock, McGinn? Brock, Brock, Brock McGinn. McGinn. Brock- Worked with his brother. One of my first coaching jobs, uh, jobs in hockey ever, was with Jamie. So, do we know when, the, when Malkin's coming back? Never. Because I heard. Yeah, that's what it feels like. I, I heard December, and December is coming soon. W- winter is coming. <laughs> Malkin is coming. What's oh, going on? Why is he? Breaths. Why isn't he playing? Well, Malkin's. See, I take- he had that. Uh, no. uh, How's how's your how's your handwriting? Horrid. Yeah, mine is mine is terrible too. Horrid. I've but, been actually working on it, but it's like what's happened? It's like my hand my hand is like equivalent to the penguin's fluidity. <laughs> um, it's I I yeah I I, I hardly yeah, ever I, write I, anything. I hardly... So, but when Malkin comes back, what's going to happen what's... with the lines? Okay, I can tell you. Okay. 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 Is so Zucker gonna, going to stay on that? Like, Malkin and, and Kapanen are good together, but Zucker and Malkin are not. So Zucker's going to have to move down with. Carter will go third line center. See, I don't know though. I really like our third line right now. You're. But you're, I mean, I mean, if anyone has to go. 
Who? Do you throw Malkin on the wing instead of having him as a center? No, you got to make him a center. A Russian heavy head. No, that'll affect his ego too much. And he'll yeah. be like, I don't play. I, I center. This is I, it where was I a go. hypothetical question. Hypothetical. I knew the answer was no. <laughs> um, but I okay, yeah. smart, but hey. <laughs> Who leaves a lot? It's going to have to be Rodriguez, right? So, no, not with how he's been playing. No. 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 But he can go on the wing. So, but that third, you know what? I would dump the third line to the fourth line. I'd bring down Carter. I'd play, you know what? Carter and McGinn would be fun. And start. yes, this is what I'm going to do. Like, cause I'm Sullivan, right? So we keep the first line the same. We move in, uh, we drop Carter for Gino. Carter goes down to the third line, stays center. Cause he's been phenomenal there. We move the third line of, you know what though? Simone might get the boot. Simone, Simone I think might get the boot out here. Simone and Bluger are the two t- players we'll see go. You know what, though? It could be uh, Aston Reese, too, because he's kind of been. I was just saying. I think, I think it could be I Aston Reese. I really no, think that. No, you can't break up Bluger and Aston Reese and McGinn. They're... I agree with that. They've been playing well defensively. Why? <laughs> but but have to go. So... It would be, it would, for me, it would be Bluger. Sorry. I mean, if you're, honestly, if it's up to me, you just leave. Oh Malkin no, you can't get rid of <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> no. Nino is a third line center. You leave Bluger <laughs> alone. Bluger is awesome. You know what? His dog. very first game in Pittsburgh. I was on the ice during warmups with his family, and it was really kind of because they were right beside me, and it was like it was kind of like you know this warm and fuzzy feeling, and you got to take it all in. But I mean, Bluger, he's. You know, can he get sent back down? Because he no. can get some conditioning. No, no, no. Simone. Simone Simone goes. I, I, no, you're right. For me, it's Simone or Bluger. But for some reason, I've got a sweet spot for Simone. I don't know Dan- why, but I have. Danton Heinen. Is he, um, he's, he, is he a he, pleasant surprise? He was. So much so that I actually took him on my, my fantasy my fantasy team, but oh yeah, I'm not. I haven't been impressed so much with him in the last couple of games. I'll be honest. Yeah, I mean he's uh, he's better on the first line. But where did Ashley go? Ashley, Ashley's. We lost Ash. We I'm, lost I'm Ash. here. I, I had okay. to turn off my video because I had to get the dog. He was barking at a squirrel. Uh my my dog has um, come to accept that she'll never get a squirrel. And oh no no she's the caught, size of- he's caught a few possums. Ooh, oh, oh, cute. oh yeah, one that oh, lives yeah. around the neighborhood. I love him. He doesn't. I need him to- this guy. This guy doesn't mess around. He knows what's up. Okay. Well, on that note, there we go. Yeah. We must we must put this we, we we must close this out. So any any closing thoughts? My closing thought is they're going eight and two in their next ten. And I wish I could bet. Something. I wish I could bet. Well, don't bet anything because you'll lose. Um, let's let's make some predictions for tonight's game, though. Ash, I say they lose four two. They're gonna win. I'm like, man, you're getting two past Hellebuck. That's nice. I'm going. I'm going Listen, for. I'm all. Like, I'm all. I gotta have to say. I need Hellebuck to play well because let's face it, he's likely going to be the starter for the Americans. So, as uh, Americans, you guys are toast. Joe and I, 
mean, you have a choice, yes. except in goal. The, the U.S. team needs to play very strong so that we can hope to get silver when when Canada gets exactly. the gold. But, but, exactly. Uh, or Czech or Finland. But listen, I'm going 4-3 Winnipeg. I'm going 2-1 Pittsburgh. Oh. All right. So we'll, we'll see I was, who wins. Hey, I, I was right. I predicted the Steelers would lose. So there you go. I mean, I'm about, about to watch, watch, uh, Monday, Night Monday Night Football and watch my Giants lose by 17. Lose by 17. Doesn't Pittsburgh have a new sports team, some sort of maniac or something? There, I think that the, the Pittsburgh Maulers are back of the USFL. Of, of, I don't of know what that is, but I need a hat. You know what? It's a cool logo. It's a cool logo. I'm just, yeah. it's just weird that they chose purple and orange as their colors. <laughs> like, hey, guys, black and gold is our thing. Come on. What are you doing? What are you doing with like- purple? Can we start a, you know, a, a campaign to have that switched? Purple and orange? Orange? Orange doesn't belong in Pittsburgh. Here, it, that actually has, I don't know if this is true or not, but that actually has a Penguins connection. The owner of the Penguins in the 80s was the the, the, the Bartolo family. The Bartolo family made their money by having uh, malls, which I believe they still do. And that's why they they were called the Pittsburgh Maulers because they the mall business. I don't know whether that's okay, well, true or not. that sounds interesting. Must be colorblind, so I wouldn't be shopping in that mall. <laughs> All right, guys. I I am so glad we got to talk again. It was it was way too long, but let's talk in a couple of weeks when 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 I'm going to rub it in your face that the Penguins are went eight and two, and I'm so good. I'm going to play this back how how pessimistic you two were. You'll see. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hope you have a disappointment. <laughs> Happy American Bye, Thanksgiving. Guys. Yeah. Happy All Thanksgiving, right. guys. Bye. See everybody. Bye. Everybody.